Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Wyndham Garden Lafayette. From Cafe Vermilionville in Lafayette, we're out to lunch with Professor of Finance and Director of the award-winning Birken Road Reports, Peter Raschuti. It's business, Acadiana style. Hi, I'm Peter Raschuti. Welcome to Out to Lunch. If you listen to this show and you've made it all the way through to the end, you've heard me say our Acadiana business consultants are Pete Prados from Innovate Acadiana, Zach Barker from The Opportunity Machine, and Dr. Blake Escaday. Pete, Zach, and Blake all do great work helping people launch new businesses. But it doesn't matter how great of an idea you have for a business or how helpful your consultants are if you don't have one essential ingredient, and that's investment capital, or as it's called in some circles, money. Running up debt on your credit cards and your friends and family chipping in can only get you so far. The next step is to find somebody who has access to real capital and believes in you, and even through those early stages of starting a business, so when you might have very little to show for your idea other than a, just a business plan. At this stage, you can turn to what's called an angel investor. An angel is someone who is prepared to invest in your business and in you and risk real capital on your crazy idea. Here in Acadiana, angel investment has been hard to come by until now. The founder of Innovate Acadiana and our business consultant, Pete Prados, is the director of the recently founded Acadiana Angels. Pete, welcome out to lunch. All right, great to be here. <laughs> if you're looking for an example of a crazy idea that's just crazy enough to work, how about this one? It's called Yellow Jacket. It's a case for your cell phone. So far you're probably thinking, a cell phone case, big deal. Well wait till you hear the next sentence. The Yellow Jacket cell phone case is also a seven million volt stun gun. Let me say that again in case you missed it. The Yellow Jacket cell phone case is a seven million volt stun gun. The CEO of this crazy product, which by the way really exists, is Chris Zavala. Chris, welcome out to lunch. Hello. <laughs> now Chris, I first came across Yellow Jacket back in 2012 in its first generation. I thought it was an amazing product that was going to be a sensation all over the internet and make millions. That didn't happen, at least not yet. And in the intervening time, the other surprising thing is that nobody else seems to have taken the idea. Catch us up on what happened over the last few years and where you're at now with Yellow Jacket. Sure. Uh, the original group that, that started this, it, it was developed in the incubator program at LSU in the business school. Okay. And there's a couple guys, one, his name was Seth, was the original inventor, and his partner was Sean Simone. Sean Simone was a marketing guy, the, the guy that came up with Yellow Jacket as a name, and Seth had been robbed at gunpoint who came up with the idea. They had uh, an awesome idea that uh, from the tragic event that happened with Seth, uh, who didn't have a means of self-defense readily available, right. that uh, they generated this idea, came up with this, this plan to invent this product that would help uh, anyone that needed an intermediate form of self-defense, even if you had a firearm, even if you knew self-defense techniques, they still were looking for something for everybody else. Can I ask you the term intermediate self-defense? What, what does that refer to? Intermediate is, is most readily available um, in between either you getting from your car into your home okay. or from uh, your grocery store to your car where you may actually have a more lethal form of self-defense like a firearm. 
you, you may need an intermediate form of self-defense to kind of get you to that safety. Okay, and that's, so that's where Yellow Jacket delivers, is that intermediate form of self-defense. And for those of us, the, the difference between a taser and a, and a stun gun is what? A taser is uh, actually uh, has prongs that you shoot into a target from uh, up to 10 feet away. And uh, it can debilitate you, drop you to the ground. You can, uh, you can get a concussion from falling. You can, uh, it's actually hard to prove that someone at 10 feet away is, is a threat. Whereas a stun gun, you have to be within someone's close proximity, within arm's but reach. you have to touch them, right? And you have to touch them with it. It's contact-based. And it, it only shocks the, the area that you're, you're hitting someone with a stun gun at, whereas a taser, it sends electricity through your whole body. Ah, and I would think, you know, people have, you know, they may not have access to their traditional means of uh, self-defense, but everybody's holding their phone, right? I mean, this Right, they, they, this, the statistics prove, that the market proves that everyone keeps their cell phone within 10 feet of them at all times. That's 99% of people keep their phone within 10 feet of, at all times. Wow, and, and tell me the, uh, the lanyap of this, this product has got to be the fact that it somehow, when, when you stun somebody, it recharges the phone? It also recharges the phone. So we're hoping that... that <laughs> With that a button switch, though. Okay. Right. Not automatically. All right, all right. There's <laughs> leading to such uncomfortable situations as, sorry, Stan, I was just low on juice. Right, There's well, we, we do have, there are safety <laughs> switches. We have uh, three safety switches so that instead of uh, stunning yourself, in, in, on accident, you want to recharge your battery. There's a switch to turn on the battery function and a switch to turn on the self-defense stun gun function. Ah, it's and we have it here at the table, so I'm realizing this is pretty easy. This is We do. You flip two switch, <laughs> two switches, one. Yep. And then you pull a protector off the prong. There's a cover on it. You pull it down, so that's two. Yeah. Then you have to squeeze the, both triggers at the same time. That's three. It's three. Oh, before you start stunning somebody. Okay, all right, that's good to know. There's a, uh, and you just did that in the air as kind of a way to scare people. That's right. That's very, You yeah. took that stun pretty good. I you did, I you did. You didn't even jump. See, there's, uh, our audio man really took it very, very, very personally. Everybody <laughs> in the restaurant is looking at it. So. <laughs> now, Pete, angel investors, unlike actual angels, aren't in the business of spiritual development. They're, they're looking to put the first money into products that are going to become Facebook or the iPhone, um, you'd expect to find those kinds of profitable ideas in Silicon Valley or even cities the size of Austin or New Orleans. For people with money to invest, it's just as hard to earn it and save it in Acadiana as it is everywhere else. What are the chances of Acadiana Angels making a profitable investment in an idea that comes out of Lafayette or Crowley versus uh, the ideas that come out of bigger cities. Oh, come on now, this is Louisiana. We build great <laughs> things here, you know? So th that's what we're banking on. And we've already seen a lot of great innovators, just like Chris and his team with the Yellow Jacket come forward. So we're getting them all the time. A lot of them are early stage, but some are second stage, meaning you know, they're already making money, they're post-revenue, and they're on an upward trajectory and they just need money to get to the next step. So the Angel Group, which is newly formed, right. we only started in sure. April, and we're part of the New Orleans Angel Group. Ah. Now we're, we have- You have motorcycles, that's how <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry, that's, that's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so we've got over 140, 150 accredited investors now across the state that when an idea comes to us or anyone in the network, we can leverage that, we can syndicate deals, and we can raise the money that's necessary to help them. And the amount of money somebody might need at different, what are we talking about? Is it? Yeah, it, it depends. You know, a lot of people find those friends, friends, family, and 
Fools, financiers. Right? Oh, financiers! Uh, I thought right. it was fools. I knew get, it was F. There's three Fs. Uh, <laughs> can get you through that first, you know, fifty, maybe a hundred thousand dollars, and then an angel, a sweet spot, typically is going to be in that, I don't know, two hundred fifty thousand to maybe a million, million and a half range before you get into the venture capital. Uh, uh, so that's that point, that, that that band, which is where a lot of people in the past have fallen off the, the cliff, right? It's, it's a hard gap to, to yeah. get over, right. But uh, not only do they bring money, but they bring their Rolodexes, expertise, and a lot, of, uh, a, lot, a lot of connections in those vertical markets. Imagine 150 you know, CEOs opening up their Rolodex to your idea saying, let me connect you with so-and-so. And that's, th that's the beauty of helping uh, a business get that to the next step. That's a lot of things you would traditionally get from like uh, a director or the board of directors or something. That's, uh, and they typically are, we usually are and uh, have a board seat. Wow, and so you've got all these investors, but the actual, when this, uh, when this person comes in to pitch, who are they pitching to? It's a seven-step process, so there's a there's a vetting process, yeah. and there's a there's a pre-screening. Then we get to a screening committee, and then eventually you pitch in front of a group. Like we have a meeting uh, this Monday, and we have two people that are going to be pitching: one early stage, one second stage. Wow. And so once a month, there's a meeting in New Orleans and another one in Lafayette, and so they get to they get to asked to the dance. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. Now, what stage would you say uh, Yellow Jackets in? They're really, you know, it's an interesting product. They're in, probably in the second stage because they've already had some revenue. They've got traction. Now they've got new investors. They're taking it to the next step. So I'd call them second stage. That is, well, I mean, I'm going to ask you what I've been thinking all this time is, why hasn't it taken off? Why doesn't everybody have one of these? Because it's pretty amazing. Great question. And there isn't a single person. Uh, I've done, uh, in the past, a couple of my first jobs, you know, I did cold calling and sales. And it's all about establishing rapport right away and whether or not the person's interested in your product plays a big role in whether or not you can sell them. When it comes to presenting Yellow Jacket to anybody, whether it's a buyer, whether it's an I idea, an inventor, everyone thinks it's a great idea, everyone wants to buy it. The problem with uh, what happened in the first stage of, our, of developing our product is that it's only made for iPhone. And I Apple has oh. very high restrictions. We had a, some manufacturing setbacks that we have now eliminated, and now we're ready to kind of just catapult back into that market and get back to selling units on time without any manufacturing setbacks. Pete, where have you told them to advertise? I'm just trying to picture what this ad looks like. Oh my gosh, I mean think about what the product does and who it can, uh, who it can help. I think for these guys, this is a worldwide opportunity. That's what really attracted us initially to this because this can help people all over the place, right? And I think their, their, their main focus is getting distribution uh, channels set up. So it's not just them trying to sell it on Facebook. They've got a distribution uh, channels worldwide, wholesalers, distributors, right, connections. This, well, can, this can be you know, a retail item in a Walmart or an academy, but this can also be something that can be sold you know, at Sprint or AT&T or wherever, right, and, all over. And online, or does it become one or the other when they get like situation Both. There? Yep. Both, o online and in three main verticals. One is the, uh, the young professional female. Right. Uh, we're, our, our target is maybe real estate to start with. Another vertical is uh, the military on bases. There's an ecosystem in yeah, there. Yeah, think a about lot realtors. Of, a lot of women no, are at home. You don't think about oh, that. Oh yeah, because that's kind of a vulnerable yeah. situation. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and then third, the third big ver vertical is uh, universities. The initial buyer is the person that, it, that is attracted to this product is going to be the guy, but it's going to be the guy that buys it for his wife, daughter, oh, okay, or sister, yeah. or mother to help them be protected and feel safe. All right, I'll ask you like we're in TV commercial. How much is this baby going to run you? Uh, our starting price is uh, $169. Uh, we've made 
a ton of improvements since the, the first model. The first model had a couple safety features and it was at a lower uh, voltage, a lower power. Now we've optimized the design with our new manufacturing partners and this, this baby is above the average stun gun power and uh, above the average battery pack power. So when you have this thing in your hands, we hope you're not stunning everybody all the time. We hope you're not defending yourself all the time. We hope that's a very small percentage <laughs> of time that you're doing parties, that. I was good. thinking of college. Yeah, that was, yeah. <laughs> that was one of the concerns with the early investors actually like, okay, there's video on your phone. There's a stun gun on your phone. Oh, geez, right? You combine these two combine together two features, in a bar, right? <laughs> and it could be pretty bad <laughs> at uh, frat parties, et cetera. Yes, I agree. we're not going to let that happen. So initial, really, initial investors were really concerned about the liability part of it. Yeah, they, you know, this is an unusual opportunity. We've got the the, the new company, and we've got you on the angel side. What? Give me two or three things that are going to come up at that pitch. What are they going to ask? Well, what you know? What what have you done since you know since the beginning? Right. What's different now? How are you going to overcome the manufacturing uh, issues? What are the new distribution channels in place? And how are you going to make way 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 too much money uh, by and being on time? And one of the problems in the first uh, iterations is like the iPhone. 5 would come out and they were just developing the iPhone 4, the iPhone 6, and they had the iPhone 5. So now they have it just in time for the iPhone 7s as they come out. So timing is everything. All that just really oh. plays into an investor going, yes, this can take off. I, didn't, I wasn't thinking that side. I know you know every iteration has a little difference in the components, but they keep changing the size a little bit, right? Oh, big! that's just a huge difference in manufacturing. Yeah. Just those few millimeters. Yeah, I was right going to say, it's not a lot, but it, in terms it, of getting the case to fit. Yeah, you slap your head going, oh yeah. no, another, <laughs> we're going, yes, another model, and, and this group has gone, oh no, we're going to re-engineer it to fit those tolerances. Because if you think about how it, this thing fits around a phone, it's so tight on the tolerances. And so, yeah, yeah every time that happens, that's a whole other process in engineering you know, to, to get that ready. You're listening to Out to Lunch. I'm Peter Rashidi. My guests are Chris Zavala, CEO of Yellow Jacket, the cell phone case that's a 7 million volt stun gun, and Pete Prados, director of Innovate Acadiana and the Acadiana Angel Network. Pete, let me ask you a question. Is part of your role to uh, basically prepare Chris to make that pitch? Well, in this case, you know, Chris has found new investors and they, uh, they already have most of the money that they're looking for. At some point, they'll come back to us or somewhere in the network to get more, more capital. But Chris has been able to raise um, finances with a whole new group of, of people and I don't think that's even an issue for them now. So a a really new set of investors have, uh, have come in and that's exciting to us. Really, for us as the director of Innovative Acadiana too, which is a nonprofit, we help everybody in the state. And to, this is such a great success story that absolutely will help them anywhere that they need to be successful. I think Chris's product could be kind of that marquee product that you, you say, of course you can do it here. Have you ever heard of? Right. Yeah. I, I'm like you. You say you talk about this whenever you give speeches. Yeah. When I go talk to groups, I'm the same way, and I'll bring one, and the group just, you know, they love this, the story because it's compelling, right, from adversity to, to this product, and then the product itself just sells itself because everybody sees it and goes, oh, my God, I want one for my, mm -hmm. my daughter or my wife. Right, I want right. one for myself. I want yeah. one just to have, you know. <laughs> it's, it, it's, it's a cool product. The, now, what happened, be, um, did you buy out the original guys? How did that work? Uh, we lined up an exclusive deal with, with the old group, and it was a group that was, uh, the deal was a win-win for all parties involved. Um, the old group had, had kind of uh, 
realized and decided that this wasn't uh, their expertise and, and the, their, they allowed by vetting and making sure they had someone that it was their expertise, let, they kind of let the baby go and let it go ahead and grow with another group. Um, so it's a win-win uh, agreement. We have uh, our new group has exclusive uh, rights to Yellow well, Jacket. That's just where I was going to come from. They, Why hasn't somebody stolen the idea? Well, in 2014, uh, it took three years, but we uh, finally received our patent. Oh. And this patent, uh, the US, it's a U.S. Pat utility patent that cannot be. Our, our, our primary target, our demographic market, is in the U.S. It's domestic. Okay, and, and a lot of the rest of the world, um, there are different uh, challenges into getting a product like this integrated into your, their country because they have restrictions on weapons. You get a U.S. patent, and then what happens after that? That's right. Having a U.S. patent is, is more important. Uh, it's, it's looked upon by the rest of the world as, as a bigger deal than, say, having a Chinese patent because we're going to be selling mostly primarily in the U.S., so having this U.S. patent, uh, it's hard when you go to, say, for instance, an international trade show like CES for another company to come in and showcase a product like ours in the U.S. when we're already there. We're already on the market. We already have our website, yellowjacketcase.com. We have our Facebook page uh, with over 16,000 followers. Uh, we're already in the market, and we're here to stay. And that's why we have this new group and this new plan, new strategy, and we're ready to uh, move forward. And part of, I'm one of the older investors and part of that group, we're happy, you know? We're happy to see that take oh. off. Oh, I can imagine. I've got lots of questions for both of you, but Pete, Chris, this is the part of the show we talk about. Picture this. <laughs> Great visual. That we, uh, after lunch today, you go back to your office. You're finally getting a chance to sit at your desk and catch up with some stuff when your phone rings see it's your brother-in-law. You know what he wants, to borrow $100 to buy lottery tickets and he'll give you half of everything he wins. But no, this time, he's calling about something else. He wants your advice. Uh, Pete, your brother-in-law says he's got the greatest idea ever. He's putting up a Kickstarter to raise a half a million dollars to invest in Kickstarters. <laughs> it's going to be like a Kickstarter mutual fund. He's going to take a salary as a CEO. He just needs you to put in the first five grand on the Kickstarter. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Uh, you won't actually have to spend any money, of course, unless he raises the whole 500,000. Uh, are you in? Oh, you know what? Of course, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I'd be happy to give them a salary of at least 100,000 a year, right, just to get started, because <laughs> it's such a great idea. You are the kindest. Yes, absolutely. That's where Angel came uh, you from. You know, that's why people call me every single day. That's all they put need. Put your wings back. I've got that's a billion dollar so idea. All I need is a million dollars a year. Yeah, Oddly enough, it does. Uh, <laughs> There is some sort of uh, thought in this, though, yeah. the idea you could diversify amongst so many people's Kickstarters, so. Right, Kickstarter's a cool thing. I mean, even when uh, Yellow Jacket came to us, they did an Indiegogo campaign, which is like Kickstarter. They raised $108,000 wow. just on their idea, their premise, which gave us some idea about market traction, right? But, you know. We get, I, I had a call this morning from somebody who had an idea and they didn't know how to get it to market and they were just needed to raise money, get a patent, and it was a plastic product and most people don't understand the costs associated with, right. with taking those next steps. I always tell people, buy the book Lean Startup and go through that process of looking at failing fast, failing cheap, and failing forward oh. before they come to us. Yeah. Your, your job must be so cool because you hear you must get a lot of wild ideas walking in the door. Unbelievable, Peter. <laughs> I've, I've seen hundreds over the last few years, and it's un 
It's incredible. I love it. It's a blast. You get funny stories, and I bet it's, it's sort of like doing this show. It's made me the most optimistic guy to see people just with all these ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and some of them, you know, are just got, not going to go anywhere, but you right. want to encourage them and, you know, you right. want maybe sometimes they pivot, sometimes they can take that education and do it, use it for some other product yeah, or whatever. There's some component in that idea that might work. And it's them. You know, a lot of times, you know, you've heard the saying, you invest in the jockey more than the horse. And most innovators uh, are, if they're a great innovator, that's what the angels see. They see the person. We can always pivot the idea, but they right. invest in the person. First. <laughs> now, Chris, your brother-in-law has a great idea. He's going to help you market your <laughs> Yellow Jacket stun gun cell phone case. His idea is to get some celebrity look-alikes and fake assaults on them. The celebrity look-alike will have a Yellow Jacket cell phone <laughs> stun gun and take out the assailant. Uh, your brother-in-law will capture it all on video, set it up to look like security cameras, and he's going to pull this whole campaign off for a mere $5,000. What do you say? Sounds great. Really? <laughs> sounds, sounds similar to, to one of our strategies. Oh <laughs> <laughs> you know we make these up, but this is great. <laughs> it sounds exactly like one That's of one of the videos that you're doing, right? <laughs> yeah. that is one of the, one of the videos You'll see doing. that online. Oh, this is great. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is just like... You can call it original idea, you know, that <laughs> came from Peter. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, with your product, Chris, I mean, I'm sure everybody listening is coming up with things. One of them, obviously, is uh, can you take this on a plane? Uh, you can take it on a plane. You cannot. You can. You just can't take it with you uh, in in the plane. You oh, put it in your check luggage. Okay, the way you would a firearm. Correct. Yeah. Correct. It's completely legal. Uh, the the other thing that's really cool about it is it's legal in bars. You can't take a firearm within a certain amount of feet of a bank in a bar. You can take a yellow jacket stun gun with you. We can't wait to see that publicity that says no yellow jackets allowed, right? As I, you're stepping into a plane, as you're going to a Saints game, as you're going to a stadium. No, you know, it's just, a, it's just, it's just my case. No, it's not. It's a yellow jacket. Think about the publicity we're going to get oh. for that. And let, right? let me make one thing clear too: is that this thing is bad to the bone. It, it's seven million volts at uh, five milliamps. It is going to hurt. Whatever you are doing to to cause someone to use this on you it is going to be very painful and you're going to want to get away from it but it's also non-lethal so it, you know it's it's you know for a short period of time you're going to feel that pain and you're going to want to get out of that situation it's kind of that fight or flight uh human nature that and most people are going to want to they're going to fly away they want to get away from you if they get stunned by this and can you stun somebody through clothing or do you need to find flesh or you can the prongs are actually uh, one of the new uh, design features is that we extended the prongs so that they can cut through leather or heavy clothing to, to hit your, your, the assailant and defend yourself. So yes, it will, it will cut through clothes and hopefully hit you hard enough to where you get away. All right, Chris, I'm intrigued now. How do I get a hold of one of these things? You can go on our website, yellowjacketcase.com. Uh, we have eight different uh, colors for two models. The iPhone, I'm sorry, three models. iPhone SE, iPhone 6, 6S, and iPhone 7. Um, It'll, it'll be available on our Facebook page. You can buy it directly from the, from the page, or you can go to our website and buy it directly from the site. Who is the guinea pig that uh, you try this out on? Is there a poor guy like in a lab? Uh, there's a poor guy named Chris Savala who will be uh, the, <laughs> oh, very, I know the very first guinea pig. <laughs> that, uh, and talking about putting skin in the game. That's yes, a and, 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 <laughs> then, and then afterwards, I'll try to uh, uh, talk my other business partners and group into being stunned by it. That way we all have, you know, first-hand experience on what, what we're selling and what our product is. Now, Pete, you see a lot of great ideas and a lot of not-so-great ideas. The, the people that you think it's not going to work out, is it, a, is it tough to tell them? 
or it's been a, a couple of years trying to finesse that that process so how do you tell someone their baby's ugly you know yeah is, right is, 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 is really <laughs> it's not you it's me <laughs> exactly <laughs> maybe it's just the way i'm seeing it <laughs> i think a lot of times if you just ask a, a lot of questions you know what's your distribution model how much is it going to cost how much money you think you make do then you have a financial model I'm what's going to cost to develop right and they come to that own their own conclusion ah, that's and that's the easiest way to do it sometimes you, the more direct approach is you mean like this one, this one, or this one, or this one that's doing this? Oh, I didn't even see it. Sometimes people come to us and they think that they've done research, but it's just right, right there. And it doesn't mean that they can't compete. It means that it's probably going to be a lot more challenging than they think. And accidentally, we've brought up another real problem for people is public speaking. It really puts people off, and you've got to get them to the point where they feel comfortable doing this. Yeah, that's right. And sometimes the innovator is not the best speaker, not the best salesperson. So having a team is critical, right? So they, they may be the inventor, but they've got really that public speaker or pitch person as well as the technician. So a team is really critical in, in, in anybody that's investing in them. You never know where the next good idea is going to come from. As we've learned today, imagination, creativity, and intelligence is not the sole property of Silicon Valley. We've got our share of impressive thinkers here in Acadiana, and now we have our share of people with money to back them. Pete and Chris, this has been a fun and informative get-together. Pete, I'm looking forward to keeping up with the progress of the Angel Network and seeing what y'all invest in, and Chris, the Yellow Jacket is one of my favorite entrepreneurial <laughs> ideas of all time. Best of luck with this version of it, and I hope we get to see a lot more of you. Thank you both, gentlemen, for taking the time to join me today on Out to Lunch. That was a blast. <laughs> my guests on Out to Lunch today have been Pete Prados, director of Acadiana Angels, and Chris Zavala. He is the CEO of Yellow Jacket. By the way, that's a great name. Uh, you can find out more about Pete's Angels and Chris's 7 million volt cell phone case by following the links on our websites, krvs.org and itsacadiana.com. Today's show was recorded live over lunch at Cafe Vermilionville in Lafayette. Cafe V is open six days a week for lunch and dinner for the courtyard that sets the scene for fine Louisiana cuisine. The producer of our show is Grant Morris. Our technical producer is Eric Merle. Our theme song, Encore Monsieur Nice Guy, is written by Mitch Foreman and performed by Mitch Foreman and Andre Michaud. Our Acadiana business consultants are Pete Prados, here and present. <laughs> Hello. From Innovate Acadiana, Zach Barker from the Opportunity Machine, and Dr. Blake Escaday. If you want to know what we look like and at least you want to see what this product looks like. <laughs> There's no question about that. You can find photos from this show on our website and Facebook page. These photos were taken today by Gwen O'Quinn. You can get this show as a podcast. You can listen to past shows. You can keep up with us on all kinds of social media by going to our websites, itsacadiana.com and krvs.org. Support for Out to Launch Acadiana comes from Wyndham Garden Lafayette, located off Pinhook near Police Saloon. Wyndham Garden Lafayette has 290 sleeping rooms and 14,000 square feet of meeting space to accommodate groups from 10 to 500 for meetings, conferences, weddings, and high school reunions. Additional support comes from ABiz Magazine and AcadianaBusiness.com, the essential information source for business decision makers throughout the one Acadiana region. Out to Lunch is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsacadiana.com and KRVS 88.7 FM. I'm Peter Raschuti. Thanks for joining me. I look forward to meeting you again next week around the table here at Cafe Vermilionville for more business, Acadiana style on Out to Lunch.
Major support for Out to Lunch is provided by the law firm of Jones Walker, established in 1937 with over 375 attorneys in offices throughout the U.S., providing a comprehensive range of services to a local, national, and international client base. JonesWalker.com. And by Shorten Associates, legal recruiters in Louisiana and Texas. And by Wyndham Garden Lafayette.